Right, this is Bez. I'm eight Wonders Happier, and you're listening to The Workhouse. This is Marshall Jefferson, and you're listening to The Workhouse. This is Alex P, and you're listening to The Workhouse. Hiya, I'm Jackie, and you're listening to The Workhouse. Hi, this is K-Class, and you are listening to The Workhouse. Hi, this is Mindy Lane, and you're listening to The Workhouse. Oi, oi, this is Disco Boy, and you're listening to The Workhouse. Hi, this is Angelo Ferreri and you are listening to The Workhouse. Hi, this is James Avila and you're listening to The Workhouse Sessions. This is Roger Sanchez and right now you're checking out The Workhouse. Good evening, Saul. Good evening, Michael. Right, I just need to turn that down a yeah, little bit. That, a little that bit, was yeah, the thing. Yeah, yeah. It's all right. It's all right. Our first four part. And yeah. it's, uh, shall, we, th- shall we start again? Yes, let's do it. Good evening, Saul. Good evening, Sienna. <laughs> <laughs> I need to turn my headphones up a little bit. I'm not hearing myself. Yeah, turn yeah. me up a bit as yeah, well. Can we turn up? Yeah. It's goody, we, goody. As, as, as usual, we are mega prepared, aren't yes, we? Yes, we are. Yeah, aren't oh, we? Yeah. Yeah. Good evening, Alan. Good or should I say good evening legend yeah okay. yes yeah shall we talk about Alan and his legend uh, to be fair like you know how much that I detest everything that Alan stands for from a musical <laughs> perspective right <laughs> like no like I, I love I love the man don't love the music um however like <laughs> oh I, I oh, sorry we also have my say hello Sienna oh no uh, so we, we did a 40th birthday party in Newcastle, didn't we, where the workhouse took over the Viceroy suite at Pleased to Meet You. Oh, it was it was epic. So uh, I, I supplied, as Alan called it, elevator music. Um, <laughs> it basically was. So, so it was like just really low-key, nice, funky, soulful stuff, uh, which now I realise that I can only play between... 90 to 100 BPM or anything over 140. <laughs> anything in between, I can't do. That's a lot um, so uh, I took my wife and child home to come back and Alan was destroying the dance floor, playing S Club 7. And <laughs> and I, I was looking at the crowd going, how do they know all the words to all of the tracks he's playing? He's a master. He was smashing it, like, the, I'll be honest. The best thing was, is basically, Alan went, uh, Mike went on after Alan, and a guy came over and said, just put said, the other guy on. put the other one back on. <laughs> that's the only time that's ever happened. In, in my defence, though, like, I actually cheated massively and stole Alan's USB and was dropping bombs to the guy. I was like, Alan, I don't know what to put on. And he just said, put Whitney Houston on. I want to dance with somebody. I was like, no. So what I would like to do... As we'd like to now present you with oh, the wow. <laughs> with the it's with the trophy. The <laughs> uh, this you can't keep this, by the way. But this is whoa, 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 whoa! <laughs> Get your own trophies. What are you <laughs> doing? I know, you I cannot know. give him that trophy. No, he's not keeping That's it. That's rude. This is just no, for, no. for these people. Okay, if you want to do your own award ceremony, get your own trophies. Right. Okay. You can't I, do I can't. trophies that I've given you for I being can't. a pleb. Right. But I can't. I haven't got anything here right Why now. Why don't you tell them what that trophy actually is for, Michael? Um, well, that, no, that's no, not no. my trophy. This is somebody else's what trophy. He, he, well, what? let's not talk about my trophy. It's not about me. I was going to say, it's not about any of us today. Right, I would like to Why present... <laughs> I'd like to present Alan with this month's stiff mem- staff yeah. member <laughs> of the month. Oh, 
you can't one. keep that. You can't keep that. It's, it's in like, a certain type of environment. Yeah. Alan certainly knows how to smash a he, dance floor. He's awesome. He's, he's absolutely. He's ridiculously, ridiculously, ridiculously. I was playing. I was. I was playing Betty's. Betty. Okay. Yes, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's not really good for radio, is this it? This is a family <laughs> show. <laughs> That's really good for radio, is it? You Yeah, why are we here? Why are we here today? We've got a big, big, big show. Again, actually, thanks to Alan. Yes. Thanks to Alan. Alan has been out as our roving reporter for the workhouse, and he went to meet Mark Doyle. And Mark Doyle, for those who don't know, but you all should know, really, uh, was the founder of Head Candy and currently the, the main man behind the brand Fierce Angel. Yes. And... Alan did our first workhouse sober interview. I think it went well. It's the, the it's, forward. It's brilliant. Honestly, stone cold sober. I, I listened to the recordings last night. So I've had this on my desktop on my Mac for about two months. <laughs> and I started to listen to it last night. And it's brilliant. We've got some fantastic interviewing. Basically, you are, you, you again, so to, so interviewer of the week. Any parties that we yeah. to Only, like, birthday parties yeah. to, like, a certain generation. Like, Our my mistress. friends you don't have to party to. Like, it's that's fine. I can no. take care of that. So, what we're going to do in this show is we've got all the snippets from that interview. Mm. Uh, and we're going to play them. And we're going to play loads of head candy music yeah. um, in between. And I think, basically, that's what's going to happen. That's it's it's, it's, it's a whole show yeah. is dedicated to the legend, Mark Doyle. Yeah. And the Head Candy brand, and especially the Fierce Angel brand as well. Yeah. So, we're going to kick off uh, with... A, and I've got a lot of stuff on vinyl today. We have. Uh, so, we're going to play vinyl. We're going to kick off with some Head Candy. Have you got anything to add to that, Mr. No, Sam? but I think someone else has on the floor here. So you really yeah. need to... Right. You need to, just... you need to learn to keep quiet in the studio. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Right. She's, it's a family show, but I, I know it's a family show, but I didn't say bring the family. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, if you're in my house at the minute, it's full all of wives <laughs> and kids dogs. and dogs. <laughs> and they're all drinking wine and... The dogs are, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right, I'm sure we're going to have a beer and we'll be cracking the beer out very, very shortly. Uh, Shall we kick off with a head candy track on the, old, on the old vinyl? You are listening to The Workhouse and we are back. Woo! With a bit of luck, this should play.
it's Alan from The Workhouse, and I'm here with Mark Doyle. Uh, how are you, Mark? I'm extremely well, and I'm, I'm, I'm extremely pleased to be up in Newcastle, actually. Good. So it's been, been, the, been one of the places, one of the cities that has always been amazing for gigs. Yeah. You know, in the early days of Head Candy and stuff like that, when we did stereo, and we had a weekly on a Sunday, right. and it was, just, it was just amazing. People up here are fantastic, the atmosphere is amazing, so, and the music's always worked yeah. up here as well. They so. love to dance, I think, don't they? They, they love to dance, <laughs> they, they love to... It always used to amaze us. It used to be a queue out stereo, and the girls would have virtually nothing on, and it would be December. Oh, now be going terrible. blue. You know, you'd be saying, oh, "My God, what are these people doing?" Is, so, yeah, is that the bar that used to be along it the keyside? Not yeah, there anymore. It was just on the keyside. Yeah, yeah, it was like the raised one. The yeah, still on the corner. Yeah, yeah, I remember yeah. going past that, and I, I never went, but I remember always seeing the. It was, it was for, absolutely. For it was the only place that we did weekly, and every right. week it was packed. Right. You know, and it, I kind of it was a twelve o'clock. I think twelve one o'clock finish. Right. On a Sunday, but you literally from six o'clock it was rammed. Right. Well, that's what you. That's what you want. And something it needs something different rather yeah. than just your regular Friday or Saturday. Seems to be what people go for. So, um, so you're in Newcastle, as you say. Um, I presume you uh, flew into Newcastle by private jet today. Yes, private jet by way of LNER trains. Uh, my, my my private jet um, is formed of thirty six carriages, and I stood all the way here. So, um, as much as you'd like to think it gets even more glamorous and sexy, the older you get, I've literally got a train up here, stood all the way, got into the bar, put my own decor up, climbing ladders. Oh dear. Um, you know, this this is not something that I think. Troubles, fat boy slim, but you know we kind of like to keep. We like, we have a hands-on approach. We're keeping it, keeping very, it real. Keep like it real. Say, yeah. We, yeah, we do it very down to earth. Well, that's funny because I did say on Twitter that you'd said about that, and uh, I find when I'm travelling, if something does go wrong, it's quite therapeutic to complain about it on social media. <laughs> on social media, <laughs> hashtagging and yeah. and tagging everybody in along the way. But you never get a response there and then. But there it's always like a day or two after. But you feel a bit better. Oh no, they they were very apologetic. Oh, they, no. Even the guy was the, the, giving us a. The, uh, I think they knew how bad it was because I don't think there was any air conditioning okay. none of the windows rolled down none of the electrical points were working everyone was sitting in the aisles it was like it was like we were being mass evacuated from London you know like that, oh we're going to live with people because they're bombing London you're not allowed back yeah little tags around our necks with our addresses and names sounds on. like typical British transport doesn't it really um, so I think um you're best known for association with brands like Jazz FM, Head Candy, and now Face Angel. Um, have we missed out anything there that was a highlight no, in your musical I mean, they, career? That was, that was pretty much it. You know, obviously everything started from Jazz FM. Yeah. Head Candy was the main thing. Obviously, the offshoot Stereo Sushi yeah. was a little side project, um, and that was that was sort of eight amazing years mm. of you know sort of making something and watching it explode and become absolutely huge and then by the same token sort of realising it was getting really really big and that you don't have any ownership of it and it's maybe time to you know sort of to move on, to move on and do something yourself because yeah. um, when something's really personal to what, you know, what you're doing yeah. you know it gradually as it gets more successful you get more and more Rules and regulations yeah, placed you on you. Can't have that personal involvement either when well, it's such you know, a beast, it, isn't it? It becomes a beast, yeah. and it was. I, I was trying to micromanage everything to keep it the way that it was, and it just becomes like an absolute, you yeah. know, head. You know what um, <laughs> to do, and it was just literally. It was kind of like, well, I'm kind of falling out of love with this thing that I absolutely used to love. So yeah. that was why we we moved on, and yeah. I, I set up Fierce Angel yeah. purely to have sort of a one man business 
Um, and it is one man and his dog and his wife um, <laughs> that, that run it, and then yeah. we have all the different DJs that work for us. But it, it just it means we can just do what we want when we want to do yeah. it, how we want to do it. Yeah, and the not way you like. to anyone. Yeah, yeah. no, I, I understand that definitely because I think um, when a brand does get so big, there's obviously there's it becomes diluted slightly.
Yes, you're listening to The Workhouse. We are still here, and I've been quiet for more than 20 minutes now. Oh, only wow. Hallelujah. Yeah. 29 minutes I have been absolutely silent yep. Davros was absolutely rocking out to head candy there like he really was is it Davros or Stavros yeah <laughs> no, this is the Davros version I'm, I'm a bit sceptical and wondering where what he's doing with his other arm <laughs> <laughs> the music wasn't that good Davros right, right. <laughs> it really wasn't like... just to explain um, if you are watching this on live it's already on live it's on live, on live. Uh, but like for the podcast um, you won't make any sense of what we're talking about because we're on live Facebook um <laughs> <laughs> we are doing our head candy special. Thanks to Alan, who went to meet Mark Doyle, the first part of the interview. I've got to say, Alan, yeah. very, very professional. Hey, yeah, this might be the way forward, do you think? Send Alan to do everything. Yeah, it could be. You know, I think we should just send Alan to do absolutely everything. Any outside events? I'm not sure about this. 40th birthday parties. He smashed that. He's smashing the interviews. Uh, Northfield. Uh, Yeah, he smashed that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, that no, that was a disaster. Hold on, hold on. Maybe I should <laughs> you need to come nearer the mic. You need to come nearer the mic, my friend. You know. Uh, maybe I should be doing this by myself. I yeah. just had a thought there. Should we go, Sol? Just, hold on. So you yeah. want me to do all the interviews? Yes. All the live things? Yes. Organise all the events? Yes. Uh, promo materials, yes. stickers, posters? Well, yes. You, you, do, do, don't anyway. you do that anyway? Like. Do, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So this, you're, you're doing it anyway. I know, because I spat my dummy out a few weeks ago. He going, did. Uh, oh, God, he I felt a little bit sort of taken back going like, well, I'm not involved in any of these no any of these meetings. And <laughs> Mike just went, "What meetings?" <laughs> Alan's exactly. just been doing everything. Yeah, he has. He so has. I had a little cry in the corner because I had no sleep <laughs> yeah. with my nine-week-old child, and then and this back. is why Alan is stif- staff member of the month. Why am I stiff? <laughs> <laughs> staff. Should we just give him the inaugural? Like he is just the best staff member. Yeah, period. He has. Like, period. there's no point in like trying to do it every month because it's pointless. Give it. He just <laughs> he is it. He, he is can't it. Call he is, me yeah. a staff yeah. member though because I'm I don't get paid. Oh, so and wait a sec. Wait a sec. Wait a sec. Andy also he oh go on he has the t-shirts <laughs> yeah he made the t-shirts as well he made the t-shirts Actually, i'm as well. more like volunteer of the week yeah, really. yeah. <laughs> so anyhow uh, we're having our head candy special thanks to alan and his interviewing skills but i've got a couple of uh, head candy facts and it's not a head candy special it's it's a mark doyle special can we just get that right because he isn't you know it, it, it's, it's complicated think, but as the I interview goes on you will understand you'll understand but i think most people um associating with head candy because so, it was such yeah. a big and, and is such a big brand yeah um but yeah as you Find out he was involved with lots of other things, but Mike's been doing some digging on Head Candy and Face Angel, Wikipedia, uh, current w- brand. Wikipedia, and here we go. Mike's factoids, right? Well, do you know that on the head, on the Head Candy side of things, right? Um, over 161 album releases, That's right? That is a few, right? Because there was loads of different series yeah, of the of the albums. Now, some of these might have been like reissues, like a, an American release or a, wherever. But when I counted them up on Wikipedia, I had to sit there with my calculator. Right, just to go through some of the brands of the albums. Taste of Candy, there was nine issues of that. Yeah. Back to Love, 12 issues of that. Beach House, 20 issues. Deeper, two. Deeper House. I mean, I'll just go on. Deeper House, Disco Heaven, Disco Candy. Uh, Head Candy in the Mix, Head Candy Lounge, New Cool, Serve Chilled, Stereo Sushi, uh, Twisted Disco, and Winter Chill. That added up to um, 161, because there was actually 20 more uncategorized. No no wonder I was so skint in the 90s. Yeah, (laughs) 161 releases. Um, It was found in uh, 1999 by Mark, uh, and it was sold um, to... Uh, Ministry of Sound uh, bought it out in 2006, but 
up until 2014, according to Wikipedia, mm. right? The place for uh, all correct forms of knowledge. <laughs> uh, over 5 million sold worldwide. That's, that's I mean, that's, that's, a, a, that's a big brand. A that is a big brand. And I think that'll come out in the, in yeah. the rest of the interview, uh, which I think we should proceed with. Yeah. Oh, have you got any more information what you want to talk about, Sol? Uh, not necessarily anything important, just right, okay, uh, okay. about okay. saying a big shout out to people in the chat room. Let's All right, say cool. hello to Jake Blakely, Mark Island and Mickey Clary. Oh, yeah. Mark. And we've also, uh, we, we have now finalised all of the guest mix, guest, guest mix, guest <laughs> mixed uh, competition. Uh, we had loads and loads and loads of interest in that and we'll talk about it a little bit later in the show, but just just to keep you all posted. We've yeah, actually we've narrowed it down to three. <gasps> we won't be putting it on this uh, this show. We'll, we'll release it in probably a couple of weeks' time okay. and let you all know about it. Okay. But we'll, we'll chat about that in a bit. Am I, have I been responsible in any way for judging this? Because I'm not qualified. No. No, but you have ears. You just right. need to listen. I'm, just and, and pick I'm, not, a, pick I'm not used to listening. I'm more, I'm more yes. about the talking so than the, the listening. It's, everything's subjective. <laughs> we all like different things. That's the point. Yeah. Um, okay. So, so okay. yeah, we, we, we thank you very much, first of all, for your input, because I like to say we were inundated with guest mixes. Yeah, it's um, great. Yeah, thank you very much. It um, makes us feel loved. Yeah, I mean, obviously, there's a lot of time gone into it, so some of them particularly. So, yeah, thank you very, very much. So, yeah, we'll chat about it in a bit. But yep. anyway, back to the head candy. Back to the head proceed. candy. Oh, go on. Are you... Are you do we, I thought you were going to say something there. No, no, proceed. Proceed, okay. That means, Mike, shut up and play yep. the record.
I was DJing with CDs at the time when Head Candy releases started to come out, and it was such a pleasure to be able to buy an unmixed we CD. We were the DJ's friends. Yeah, you yeah, were, you was, really were. It was like, <laughs> I never used to understand it. It was an argument that I had with, before Head Candy started, we went into a, a major record label with kind of the same idea, and sort of said, look, there's all these compilations, and it's, I don't see the point of having two and a half minutes of Masters at Work to be in love. No. It is an 11 minute record, yeah. you know, and it is brilliant in its entirety. 
and um, and I was sat with this woman who was the head of the compilation department and she said I said why do you do that why do you put 40 horrendous edits and bad mixes on it's like because we get more on and that was the answer that was more 40 is 40 is better than 20 you know 40 is better than 12 and that just used to grind me so and that was kind of I wanted a it wasn't about me going on oh, and mix a CD and it's going to be amazing it was about finding those records that you could put on in their entirety that were yeah. just brilliant records that you could not specifically for DJs but you could just listen to from start to finish yeah. well I remember doing that with the early releases um, I'd get one because you'd always be waiting for the next one to come out and you'd buy it physically in the shop not download it like you would do now um, and go home and play it on the CD player and listen mm. to each song and you think, oh, that's a great, I could play that, that would go in yeah. my set, I could play that. And that was like, you say, it was truly unique at the time because you just couldn't get hold of those tracks, yeah. particularly on CD if you were a CD. Well, particularly, DJ. you know, sort of 15 quid when you were playing in the good old days when you were <laughs> playing, you know, between seven and eight quid for a 12 inch. Yeah, more you of know, it was an import. So yeah, yeah. And, you know, you're looking at 24 of those on a, on a double CD. Yeah. You know, for fifteen quid, it was like, yay. yeah, no, I, I was, uh, and I'm sure there'd be many of our listeners who, who fondly remember uh, being able to grab that next release when they came out.
as well what can you think of one sort of fondest memory from your career of DJing radio releasing music is there any one sort of thing that would spring to mind there, there were so many because it was just a it was 
doing something that you love that is just you know high point after high point after high point um probably you know getting out the first time because when we first did the compilations they sold really well abroad and they kind of sold okay in hmv but hmv were always like we don't quite get this it's not 40 tracks on the scene it doesn't have judge jules on it it doesn't have a girl's bottom on the cover saying you know gary jantons in ionapa um, 96 uh, you know 36 <laughs> and with 40 tracks 40 did they always say about 40 tracks and they you know the buyers kind of didn't get it but they did see that they were selling and then there was a time when they sort of went, oh, we're doing one of these sale things where you buy three uh, three for two or whatever. And they said, why don't we take the first, I think we'll buy them, we were up to about six CDs, including yeah. the Back to Love one, which is my favourite. Yeah, I've got, um, I've got those. And, um, <laughs> and they said, look, we'll take all six and we'll put them on an end rack and we'll do one of these offers and we'll right. see how it goes. We don't think we'll sell that many, <laughs> but blah, blah, blah. And they did it. And this is what we were trying to get them to do all along. And once you saw them on that end rack in HMV, yeah. it was all the covers... And it just, you walked in there and just went, oh, yes. <laughs> and they started selling like, ridiculously well. Right. And people just going in and, you know, buying yeah. like the whole series of them. And they all went in the compilation charts. And they weren't supposed to because they were a sale item. Right. And they all went in the compilation. And the HMV came back and went, oh, now we get it. Well, right. we understand. We'll a few more of those. <laughs> so that was kind of, you know, from the compilation point, everything we were trying to achieve. Um, that was amazing. Seeing them all out there and seeing yeah. that. And they then did... You know, you were going in, there would be an end rack of head candy yeah. CDs, and it looked fantastic. The first time that we did Ibiza was amazing. El Divino in Ibiza was just, it was just crazy from the time that we started that, it. That was a venue that you sort of became uh, synonymous with, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, we, you know, we were there. We were there right the way through the life of Head Candy, right the way through the life of El Divino. Um, after I left, Head Candy moved um, to, I think it was Space, or it was terrible decision but I wasn't there so <laughs> wasn't I wasn't only there in um, for legal reasons but we went back there as Fierce Angel so the guy that was running oh, right. said he can never book us because he had this great successful night yeah. he can never really book us as Fierce Angel because he had head candy there and I never pushed him to do that because he was always a really nice guy but when they left he called us up and said look they've gone do you want to come <laughs> and be Fierce Angel right. I think it was 2008 and it was the last year they were open before oh, they got, right. before they he moved off, and we literally did the last party. That's quite nice in to club. be able to do that. So you know, nice, sort of there nice at the start and there at the end.
Right, I've got to say, Alan, Alan, you're like the new Parky. You're like Parky. You'd bring out the best in the guests. Do we both? I know, I know. Yeah, we can't talk about that live on air, can we? I don't. I wouldn't go that far. No, Alan, your interviewing skills, sober, are far better than they are. Well, yeah, I would agree with that. I would also say that Matt was a really genuinely nice guy as well, so he was easy to talk to. He seemed to be fair. Yeah. Well, I think we all know, like, well, he's a top, top bloke. I, I really. listened to this in the studio last night when I was chopping the bits up, and I, I, I felt compelled that I had to message Alan and gone, he came over as a really genuine, nice guy. He was. You could just tell he loved what he did, um, and he, he wasn't in it for, like, you know, for the fame or for the money. You could and just hates tell Ministry of Sound This is what the workhouse is about, though, isn't it? Yeah, the fame and the money. <laughs> doesn't hate Ministry of Sound. No, that was no, my no. own view. No. <laughs> hates Ministry of Sound. for the train journeys, things like standing yeah. up on trains. Yeah, so you are listening to the workhouse. This is the Mark Doyle special. So we've got loads of snippets of interview from our new resident interview master. Um, no, I wouldn't just period our new legend yes Alan the legend we have both now looked at him yeah. in one weekend in a complete different light absolutely the corner. I, can I just say Alan I've always liked you yeah. no, never mind no, him no no I, I, love, I love him it's only, only taken us all about four years yeah. to realise yeah. how brilliant yeah, exactly. you are I physically just <laughs> a slow learner I now have man love for Alan Right, um, I know we're doing a bit of a live thing on Facebook. Uh, obviously, this is going to get uploaded as a podcast to SoundCloud, MixCloud, iTunes, and everywhere else it goes as well. Uh, but we are live. Um, we've had a couple of live issues where it's gone on and off, but we're not here for the live broadcast, really. Um, but well, there's, know, there's, some, there's a some, lot of people in the chat, Some though. people are here for the live. Yeah, yeah, uh, it, it's, which is great. We have Jake Blakely, Mark Ireland, uh, Mickey Clary, Ian Groom, John White, Adam Bellow. He's, he's, he's our adopted son of the show, obviously. <laughs> uh, Tim Boost. Tim Boost. The Boost uh, is in the we house. We have Mikey Duff and we have our old boss, Mr. Mark DJ MV Harris. MV in the house. Blah, blah, whoop, blah. Whoop. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Chief, how are you well, doing? It's actually really nice to know that no, it's good. people have uh, tuned in yeah. uh, to, to the Facebook thing. You know, Apologies uh, for uh, our technical issues earlier. Uh, we'd like to now point out that also Jake Blakely is our uh, on-field, <laughs> out-of-the-studio official engineer on the ground. Is he? Yeah. Did he fix it then? He fixed the problem. Did he? He did. Brilliant. Thank you, Jake. That's real power. Turn his headphones on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, have you got anything? Because we're going to crack on with this, but Let's I think just... you've got some more stuff to... Yeah, so uh, we would... Talk about the mix, really. Moving, the on, mix moving, moving on to the, the guest mix that, that we obviously were going to do. So, like, the mix competition that was thought about and generated... Someone else, and Alan put, did. And put, put together by Alan. Uh, and we had an absolutely massive inundation uh, woof, of woof. people obviously putting it in there. Like, inundate? <laughs> inundation? It might be. <laughs> uh, no, it, 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 we did get a lot of love from that, which is like, I would just like to say, and from me and all the rest of the people at the work, I was like, for taking the effort and time to do that, thank you very, very much. Thank you. Woof, woof. Thank you. Brilliant. But we have narrowed it down to, there's a few people, a few names we'd like to read out, so we have... Am I, am I, because I entered. No, you can't enter. Steve Tolson, Dave C, Mark Island, Dwight Lanham, which is, we all know, one part of Digit and Chem. Bradley Beaumont, Borna Saffer, who is also one part of this and that. Dave Bell, Nick Salt, Mark Peacock, and Mark Holmes. Now, 
you guys uh, are now on the finalist roster, so it, one of you people will be the winners. And it's like tension building is brilliant. But I mean, th there's loads of other people to mention and stuff yeah. on there, but these are the ones, these are the mixes that really for us stood out, and uh, it will be one of one of those people that I've aforementioned that will be the winner. And what we will do is we will pick a top three out of that and then go from there. Where I think that each of you will have at least. £150 to spend in phase one DJ store. <laughs> Shut up, man. <laughs> Shut up. The winner, the winner will receive a full Nexus setup as donated by Please phase read one the T's and C's. And Willard Green will offer you full architectural design and home builds for the winner. I hope it doesn't want rendering because it took my house to get rendered about six months. <laughs> yeah, I know. Matrix. It's, it's very good, though. Matrix. I will say the rendering on my house is lovely. I think... Uh, None of those are actual prizes, by the way. I think so, yeah. But you may get some stickers. Yeah, yes. oh, Alan, Alan does oh. like to... Oh, we got in trouble, didn't we? We yeah. really got yeah. in big trouble for... I was uh... thinking on my feet the other night, I'll tell you, right? This woman... Because that bar in Newcastle, we were DJing, it was very nice. It was a very, very nice bar. And... Uh, Sol is a stick ninja. <laughs> right? if, if Damn straight. If you've been involved in getting home with a workout <laughs> sticker on your back without knowing, call us now for legal action against Sol. Where there's, where there's a sticker, there's a claim. Well, I'm not when kidding a you. No win, no fee basis. I was stood quite innocently, right, in this bar, and this woman came over to me with her angry eyes in. <laughs> she said, um, Is that you putting stickers all over my beautiful pub? I went, uh, stickers? What are you on about? Um, stick stickers? Uh, no, I've got no stickers. All right. Oh no, there's some stickers on the DJ uh, box on the where the, where the, where the DJ is, and um, people just keep picking them up. We've been giving them out. Have they been sticking them all over the place? Well, we'll take them off the stand so they can't do any more. There's naughty, there naughty, naughty customers. Well, all the time it was actually naughty, naughty soul. Whoop, whoop. Yeah, anyhow, I think some of them stickers, she, they were taking them off and this. it's yeah. removing the paint off our bar. Yes. I, did, I did put them in uh, some Sorry. obscure places. There will, I guarantee will, there will be stickers <laughs> around the Viceroy Street downstairs that they will be finding we, for years What we could come. do is have a competition. Is go and find the sticker. <laughs> yes. Go That's what we should do. At, uh, what is it? It's, please, it's pleased to meet you in Newcastle. Yeah, in the Viceroy Suite. Right, what we could do is we could actually start signing a sticker. Put it. <laughs> listen, the future competition. Brilliant. We're, oh, we're, we're going to sign a sticker yes. and we're going to start going clubbing. When we go clubbing, we're going to put it in the most obscure place. If you get that sticker, you get a guest You're mix on the sticker. show. That's Hands genius. Down. Right. Hands down. Hands down. House, we have not planned this at all. Oh, that is what we're going to do. So there is a sticker in the Viceroy suite somewhere. Yeah. I have actually signed it. If wow. you find that sticker, please call in. What, what happens if they want to play like Happy Hardcore? Do we have to let them on? Please leave. <laughs> Let's continue. Yeah. And we continue. Uh, we are playing a lot of the music on vinyl today, uh, so it's a real nice opportunity. And that's why we haven't been picked up on Facebook. It's a real nice opportunity for me to play my lovely record collection. And this is all head candy because this is the Mark Doyle special.
do you think is it still is it still the place to go if there was one place you were going to go for dance music is it still the place to go it is it is still the place where there is for that summer as you know it's got expensive it's there are different rules and regulations and everyone complains about it every single year but for that one time that that summer you have all of the talent of every single style of music that you could wish for um, you know from David Goetta to Elro to everything in between yeah. you know to DC10 um, from techno to house music to you know God help us EDM <laughs> um, to Paris Hilton God help us but it's all there in one place and yeah. if you you know the people that go there and complain and say it's not as good are the people that either go to they literally just go well I'm going to all the expensive places and I'm just going to hang out with my top off and my tattoos and yeah. you know go on Instagram and go on Instagram <laughs> like this um, and you didn't see me there but I was waving my hand around like I was doing selfies you can't do that for, for podcasts but if you're willing to go out there and find the places that are still amazing mm. if you're willing to go and find the beaches if you're willing to sort of like dive into it a little bit deeper than just going out and going five, I'm going to the big five yeah. or I'm going to this trendy place and this trendy and then I'm going to complain about it <laughs> um, you know it's only as good as the work you put into it yeah. um, in terms of finding things and it is it's still an amazing magical place
next for Fierce Angel? Have you well, got anything? Well, this year, I mean, obviously, music's changed. I mean, you know, well, when I say music's changed, we have just come back into an, a massive resurgence of that sort of music that we were, we were championing at Head County, that yeah. disco house sound, that very vocal, very soulful sound, the beach house style, the disco candy. That seems to be back again. Um, you know, largely due to Glitterbox. Um, Simon Dunmore. Oh, little girl. Let's all just go and work for him because <laughs> man's a god. <coughs> but you know they have championed, championed that sound, yeah. and it's come back again, and that's amazing. So that's good for us. In terms of what we're doing, we're focusing much more on artists 
compilations right. and things like that, although they're amazing to do, it's very, very difficult to make money out of them. Right. You know, though, what we used to do with Head Candy, it's, 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 it's virtually impossible, and you can get those individual records from a variety of places. People don't want to pay for them. Mm. As much as people say they support music and whatever, we've done compilations. They just do not sell as like much and as much I sit there and I I'm like oh I want to make a compilation yeah. and you just know you're going to lose five grand doing yeah. it so it's not the most ideal thing the music industry has changed obviously yeah. hasn't it over the last you know, how we years. consume it how we listen to yeah. it everything about it um, so we're now looking at various other ways of doing those compilations um, it may be Spotify playlists it may be deals that we do with certain labels yeah. where we're showcasing stuff and maybe do free things and yeah. you know sort of and take the way the market's working and make that work so we're always all about the music and pushing music through we have our radio show that's on 45 stations around the world so that's a way of listening to it um, but also we're concentrating on artists so we've just right. done um, a new two new albums actually where we just collected an artist that was on a head candy so much called Bonnie Bailey right, yes, I know the, the ever after yeah. Beach House record yeah. you know, she literally had 60 odd records that had never really come out right. so we put them all together remastered them we're now doing remixes of them right. we've done those two albums they're out at the moment there was a new version of Ever After coming out right. with some great remixes um, we're working with another artist called Soraya Vivian she's got an album coming out in yeah. singles um, and then we're doing a lot of our own parties so we, you know, we kind of were doing Big one in London for the August Bank holiday, okay. so uh, we're going to be up there with a lot of the old Head Candy DJs all getting back together. Um, we're flying Bonnie Bailey in to sing, and that's on August 26th. September the 15th, we're going to Ibiza! Come on, come on, this was a... We need, we need interviews out there, we need pop, live podcasts, workhouse podcasts. Can't carry your own bag, can you? But we're going to Ibiza and we're doing, we've teamed up with a label called Tropical Velvet, really, oh, really cool label. Um, and we're doing S Paradise. Oh, cool. So an amazing, amazing club, beautiful club on the island in San Antonio. We're doing a Saturday night there. And then we're, around that, we're doing some pool parties and evening things. And it's going to be a, like an, a whole weekend of, of stuff. amazing. Uh, right at the end of the season. So <laughs> so that's next. And then and then after that, more club nights, hopefully back in Newcastle more. Um, That'd be good. And, I'll be able to come and around the place as well. <laughs> I'll um, be able to come and have a uh, actually have a bit of a rave. Uh, yeah, a rave. <laughs> um, Not like tonight. But yeah, I mean, you know, and it, it's just really about. And as I said, you know, because we are we are small and flexible. If we decide, you know, at the moment it, the focus is is gigs, but if we like something artist wise, we can pick that up and start working working with a lot of great producers, so that we can you know sort of do artist albums and things like that and nice. start doing things through. So yes, we're busy. That does sound like it does, and I think that's probably the benefit of being smaller, and you're in control. It is very easy to be flexible you and change if something changes or you want to change direction or do things yep. differently. You, you can, can do just very move quickly. very very quickly. Yeah, yeah, and a lot of the the bigger labels and artists. You know, they might have a lot of clout behind them things, but they take a long time to change. They take a long time, and also they're not interested. You know, it's something that we do that might make us, you know, a very small amount of money, or we just break even on it. Yeah, we will choose to do it because we love it. You know, but yeah. you know, a bigger company is always looking at the bottom yeah, the pro- line. Yeah, profit. And then, you know, I think there's a lot of people. We do this podcast for the love of music. We don't get anything out of it other than the joy of doing it, and we get a few extra nights out that we probably wouldn't. So that's, you know, I think that's what a lot of people in the DJ game, unless you're at the top of the game where you're making reasonable <coughs> money for it, a lot of people through from top to bottom do it for for the love of it.
one thing that we always ask uh, our guests that we get on the show, because our listeners always talk about this, is USB, CD, vinyl, mini disc, cassette. <laughs> What's your favourite format? What's my favourite format? Well, for looking like you're actually doing something, and for you know, for the for the for the reality, for the for the realness of it, let's say vinyl. Yeah. But. The re, you know the real reality of vinyl is unless and anyway anyone that says oh you're not a proper DJ unless you DJ <laughs> on vinyl, let me tell you now and you're not a proper DJ unless you've gone to Australia with two record bags had to argue with the airline about letting them on in hand luggage even though they are both probably twenty kilos each then paying stupid amounts of money to transport them then dislocating your back carrying them and then watching as if you didn't bring your own needles the needle on the deck then grinds a new groove <laughs> in your favourite record recuts um, it on the door you know, there are, <laughs> vinyl is fantastic and it is yeah. brilliant and it looks great and getting it out and part it's of a lovely dinner, tactile it's thing it's a lovely tactile wonderful oh. thing in reality unless you know you're unless we use yeah. it in the studio. It's lovely, it's fantastic. Yeah, in the I studio, but I would never go out now oh, yeah. and use well, it. Well, I used I to drag it around the world. I used to have a chiropractor <laughs> because I would be like this on one side. It with is, my, it's with not my a friendly bag. format to yeah. carry around and use. And I, it? you know, so I basically, I'm always USB. Yeah. I'm always USB. I, the one thing I don't particularly like is laptops no. and that whole looking like you're checking your email. Yeah. It, it grinds against me, but I do understand that people, you know, it's different. People have different tools for doing the same job, yeah. and whereas one particular craftsman might decide to sit for five years whittling a piece <laughs> of wood, and someone else will stick it in a laser cutter and, and do it in five minutes. Yeah. So it's all about you know it's what works for an individual person. I'm always USB. It gives me the opportunity to put a load of music on, arrange it how I want it on there. Saying that I don't use software I don't use record box or right. whatever you just have the files I just, on I just like to make my life difficult <laughs> um, and it and it does it's more like picking a record when you just yeah. have those records in a folder and then you're kind of then going through and picking those records and rather than and making a playlist a little bit more by yeah. yeah yeah so you're kind of so I, I kind of adapt to the technology to be old school yeah if you like <laughs> no well I think that ties in most of the people we ask if you're DJing out regularly in bars and clubs everyone says USB really I think like you say laptops it's not it's just not a nice visual thing to have and as a DJ going out I know I don't like taking my laptop with me it's an expensive bit of kit that you can spell well, I mean, that's, on that was always my other thing it was like unless I had a second laptop it was like come off the <laughs> yeah. I used to go home with CDs in cases and you'd get them out and they'd be Sambuca <laughs> eats the corrode CDs let me tell you is this we from experience yeah, this is from experience you get home there'd be holes in your CDs you'd be like right re-record that one re-record that one and maybe you need it. to change the vodka or yeah <laughs> so yeah that, that seems to be everyone seems to go there's still a few people we get who, who like to DJ out with vinyl or even CD believe it or not there's still a few people like CD um, but yeah the USB seems to seems to lead the way especially with Pioneer being in yeah. virtually every bar and club that you get
tell us a l- just a little bit about the legendary artwork that accompanied a lot of your releases. Well, the artwork was by a guy called Jason Brooks, and um, and the, the strange thing was, and I was talking about this the, the other day with another interview. No one was going, "Oh my God, you, you know, was this a marketing thing?" And did you do lots planet, of research yeah. on this on Planet? <laughs> and, and basically, the guy that did the artwork, well, I used to go to a club night called Pushka. It's a very famous. London club night right. and at the time there was a guy that was an art student in Brighton and he was drawing these amazing pictures and then Pushka used them for their flyers oh, okay. and when it got round to us going okay what is going to be on the covers of these CDs How we and I wanted to rather than just have a photograph or a girl in a bikini or you know whatever it was Someone's I wanted <laughs> some sort of fantasy illustration that would depict what we were trying to do, you yeah. know, the absolute ideal, you know, of what we were trying to sort of say, you know, girl on a disco ball, girl with wit, you know, whatever. So we needed someone who drew, and and I was looking back and I was thinking, this guy that used to do these flyers, I never knew who he was, um, he would be brilliant for this. And I was on the train going to a gig, um, and I opened up this magazine, and there was a supplement in it that was for Fabergé. Uh, you know, brute men's opera. <laughs> but they'd, they'd sponsored three artists and they'd done different pictures in this this uh, pull-out thing that was in a magazine. Um, and I looked at the picture and I was like, that's the guy, that, right. that's him. And it was, and it was him, like, was and this was like two weeks before okay. we had to decide what we were doing. And and I looked through it and his agent's number was on there. I called on, can he do, can he do, has he ever been asked to do an album cover? I was like, you don't have lots of money, but I think <laughs> he'd be brilliant. And he drew the first picture and it was just perfect. And from there we just went, right, you're it. Right. So, and, and from there, Jason Brooks, you know, he's now gone and he did, he's done Virgin Airlines. He does fashion shows. He does some amazing stuff. But that stuff is just, his style is just, a, it's a very fashion illustration style. Very unique. And it's iconic. It's yeah. absolutely iconic. Yeah. 
Yes, you're listening to the workhouse. This is the Mark Doyle special. Um, with thanks to Alan and his fantastic uh, parky interviewing <coughs> skills, which is fantastic, really. Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> You've done very well. Um, I've, we've got a problem. We got our jigs. What's well, the problem? It, it, we no, have our, no, our. not that problem. Oh, we've right. got another problem. What's another, another problem? You know Saul's amazing idea. Oh, the sticker competition. It's a brilliant idea. I love it. I love it's it. It's an awesome idea. I can only see two minor flaws. One. What? We uh, never go out to hide uh, any in the first This, this is something that is easily remedied. And two, who the hell is listening who's going <laughs> to go and find them? Well, let me tell you. We have <laughs> Steve Maestro, Paul Gallagher, <laughs> Claire Skinner, Steve Tolson's listening, and all of the other people. There's lots of many, many people. Many, many, yeah. many, many. Well, it's like, um, I think so between they... the seven of them. Yes. <laughs> they've got their work cut out. Yes. yes they've got their work cut out. <laughs> right. Um... There's an there's a there's a lot of things happen DJing wise. I, I think our our good friend Sol here has had his eyes well and truly opened huh? over the last few days. I mean, huh? I've got a message from I've got, I've got a bit of audio here from Mark Doyle to me. Uh, well, yeah, it is to you, right? So I'm just going to play it, right? And then we're going to discuss it, okay? Right? It's literally only five seconds. Oh, okay. So are you ready for this? Yes. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Here we go. Are you ready? Yeah. You're not a proper DJ. <laughs> You're not a proper DJ. <laughs> that was in five seconds. Saul, I didn't know you knew Mark. <laughs> he, he was going to tell me something special there. Yeah, no, he was. Like, but like, all I'm saying is... You're not a proper DJ. You're f- Cheers, Mark. <laughs> Love you right. too, babes. That's a message, a personal message you. from Mark Doyle <laughs> to if, you. If he <laughs> said, Saul, you child at the end of that, then that would have sort of uh, okay. resonated well, I'm gonna a little bit more. You're not a proper DJ. Your child. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, Mark in the house. <laughs> right, let me finish this here because I believe that me and Alan have been to the Hard Knock School it's, of sorry, DJing. Sorry, 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 sorry. It's, it's Alan and I. Alan and I yeah, have right. been to the Hard Knock School of so DJing. Why are you Sol doing this to, to me? Like, so went you to know elocution lessons. You know where I've been with this. Like, don't do it. Like, it I have him to a done dark that. Place. Like, I, I cried to you and uh, no one knows DJ. that. I know I'm not... Mark, look, right, we've been down this road. He's as bad as Roger, isn't he? We couldn't shut him up when he came on. Like, um, don't take me back there because I will start crying on, on the radio. Like, seriously, that hurt me. You're not a proper DJ. I, I know I'm not Mark, right, look. I've got issues, man. Right. No, you're not. So, me and Alan have been to the... Alan the, and Ad, I. Alan and I have been to the Hard Knock School of DJing. You have. Yeah. We have. We have. You we can are. tell by the way we look and how yeah. old we actually I went, are. I went, I went in at the deep end and Mike didn't yeah. well, forewarn me about the yeah. sort of precursors of the crowd. Would you like the rest of the message? Yes. All right, here we go. You're not a proper DJ, as far as I'm concerned. Are yeah, well, that was it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Unless... <laughs> <laughs> Unless you're a half yes. No, 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 there's more, there's more, there's more. You're not a proper DJ, as far as I'm concerned, unless you've done a karaoke night, you've done a wedding disco. That's I'm a it. proper DJ! <laughs> Get like, in! I, I, Alan I, is a proper DJ look, because he's done karaoke. I don't, like, what I will say, and I, I went over this last time, like, obviously it's okay playing what you want to play, which is totally fine. And I, what I will say, by the way, in that is that like Adam Bellew is one of the best DJs Probably in the area well, that plays on, that. I, I think me and Alan will be the judge of that. You're That's... not a proper DJ. <laughs> no, but, but he's, he can do Adam, it. Adam, have you ever done karaoke? But, I don't think so. But I what I will so. say is that I will not diss Alan anymore for his taste in music because I have never seen a dance floor rocked so hard <laughs> and with such ferocity in my entire life to tunes, to tunes that I didn't even know existed. <laughs> 
And they knew all the words. Right. Like, how is that there's, possible? Like, can it's I mental. Just, can I just say, there's going to be some beautiful footage of Sol DJing oh, at, that, at that, that event. <laughs> right. We're going to put it on our Facebook wall shortly. Of uh, You did do a brilliant mix from something into oh, no, Elvis. It, wasn't, it was um, Elvis, Jailhouse yeah, Rock. Yeah, you did. No, you no, did. It's, uh, I, I can DJ, you I can mix, mix, but I don't yeah. know the tracks. No. But uh, the mix was um, not too unlimited, it was something like too that. Too unlimited. <laughs> too untalented. No, limit. <laughs> no, but like, to be fair, I had one, one, once I had Alan's tracks. Basically, I was miles I better gave him than my weapons. Yeah. yeah. Well, do you know what? There was one. Of the, you did a, a a mix into Elvis's Jailhouse Rock, and oh we were really impressed, actually. And I thought you were taking the mic. No, actually, it was really well, good. I've never seen anyone mix that and be giving it like proper tech house DJ moves <laughs> at the same time. Well, no, all you need to do, all you need to do, is do a little sample, a little filter out, and then loop it. You're not a proper DJ. So I am a proper DJ. So Mark, you don't know anything. Now back off the mic and hand it over to the legend that is now. Alan Reese. Hang on a minute. I've got. He's got some more to say about this. Right. There is nothing harder than a wedding disco. Oh God, I, there I isn't. Right, right, don't interrupt. It don't interrupt. Sorry, <laughs> no, because right, right. it really brings back memories. We've got. We've got a minute. We've got a minute. <laughs> right, right. So no swearing. Right. We're going to leave the mics on. There is nothing harder than a wedding disco, and yeah. I, I defy anyone to say that. He's right. He's right. Like that... I. Got great, nothing to say. <laughs> All I've got to say is that, like I have. The utmost respect for people who do that. Like, okay. it, it's, it's. There's more. And you get all these people going, being really snobby, but yeah. the heart of being a really good DJ is playing music to people yeah. and, and giving them what they want. Yeah. That's knowing the, the music. Heart. Knowing your yeah, music. When to play. And giving the crowd what they want, being yeah. an entertainer. Yeah. So I felt like you bonded at that I moment. Don't, yeah. I, yeah. I'm, <laughs> listen, I'm listening to that thinking, like, he loves me. Like, Alan's, Alan's sat there thinking, he loves me. Like, yeah. Go on, continue, I, I continue, 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 Mark, continue, please. Continue, continue with your um, bamboozling of this, v- this, Alan. This just fits in so well with what we did this week. <laughs> you know I mean? And I've done them all. God, we had the karaoke years when I was young. And I'm, if I ever hear Tom in my life, ever again, some bad. Somebody tries to lift somebody up on the child dance floor. Of, <laughs> sweet child of mine, three times in a night. Can you, no, you can't have that. Again, it's, um, it's scratch. But it, it gives you a grounding in, you know, sort of, you know, looking up, looking up and playing what the crowd yeah. want. Well, that, um, that, I think that skill translates whether you're playing. Uh, 60s, you know, yep. 90s, uh, rock, whatever, in a club at two in the morning. If you can read a crowd, yep. you know what to play and, and when to and play. I'll tell you what, Auntie Elsie, who's 90 years old, is the toughest customer you will <laughs> ever have. Auntie Elsie, the toughest customer you yeah, will ever she wa- have. Because she wants some banging R. Kelly R&B. <laughs> like... <laughs> That's the type of level that <laughs> you're up against. Nothing wrong. But to be fair, when I looked in Alan's super duper playlist, like he had it all. Like you go in there, oh, Alan. Wow. Oh, I, like I, Alan is. Still, I, Alan I is, was amazed. It's still in there. All them years of Alan, mobile DJing. It's obviously still locked you in there somewhere. Were smashing. The, he was like, good. I, I, he I, was I, good. I, I, I can't take my hat yeah. off enough for you to do what you did there. Like 100%. so, we've got a couple of more sm- snippets and some thank yous to do uh, before we thank go you, off Alan. the air. Uh, but like you know, just one more time because it is a beautiful piece of audio. Oh, here we go. You're not a proper DJ. It's Thanks. just. No, I, <laughs> I'm just. No. I think we need to keep no, that bit of audio. Fair, <laughs> no, but to be fair, like I have, I've done three weddings. I mean, one of which was mine. One of which was my best friend who basically loves the same music I like. That worked. Yeah. And then the third one was <laughs> the wedding from hell. <laughs> <laughs> God, God, I, after the first two, after, that, after the first two, I thought I'd cracked it, and then after that. 
It's a slippery slope. <laughs> You're listening to the workhouse. <laughs> Usual beats and banter. Head candy, fierce angel, Mark Doyle special. Whoop whoop.
Tell you what, what a show! What, what a show! Yeah, I've, I've played some vinyl. It's been a lovely thing. I've really enjoyed playing my vinyl. Um, we got a lot of thank yous to say as well, actually. Oh, but first, I've got some, um, some fierce angel facts. Factoid. Faf. Yeah. Fact hunt. <laughs> which we like to call FAF, which is a bit of a faff. <laughs> right? Fierce angel facts. Right. Let me just get me musical bed going here. That's better. Ooh, nice. That's better. Nice, nice. So, Fierce, so we talked a lot about Ed Candy yeah. um, because you just can't ignore it. No. You know, I know Ed Candy's not there and it's not with Mark now anymore, but you can't ignore what a monster of a brand that was. Yeah, it was, it was just was. epic. And I think we get a lot of DJs listening to our show and um, I think all of them will appreciate the Head Candy brand. Yeah, I think everyone knows it. And we would like to like pay homage to that. Oh, yeah. no. So we salute you, um, Mark. Brilliant. Thank you very much for the interviews as well. But there's a couple of... It was um, Fierce Angel. That project was founded in 2006 and has had 27 albums. 
Pretty impressive, that like. 18 singles slash remixes up to, hang on, that's up to 2010 because yeah, I get my information off the old Wikipedia, on, Wikipedia, which is like not keeping up. Um, and then there's a Fierce Angel radio. It's nearly as big as the workhouse. You know, hey. it's it's nearly as big as the workhouse. Have they got nearly 200,000 likes? Um, no, no, no. Um, it's Fierce Angel Radio happens and it goes across 25 countries. Uh, we go across 50. Impressive. Yeah, and uh, their, their Facebook likes is 17,000 compared... 17,917. Compared to uh, 719. And yeah. it, it actually was uh, one extra one this afternoon. Uh-huh. Which is me. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, I've Maybe been. A couple more after today. Yeah, yeah, we would like to think so. And the Fierce Angel brand is moving forward. It's mm. it's it's very current. Uh, so I know we've played some old music tonight, um, but, but it's the, the, the Fierce Angel brand is definitely moving yeah, forward. It's still there. They're doing something in Newcastle now regularly. Um, All right, cool. Across the UK, they do different nights, as Mark touched on there. But if you look at their Facebook page, I tell you, I think they're at Tiger Hornsby. I think in Newcastle. Right, I think cool. it's a, I don't know if it's a monthly residency, but I think we it's should like go a and hide residency. a sticker. I think we need to go because you know. We well, need to we go and hide a sticker. Out, yeah, let's, let's yeah. sticker bomb it. That's yeah. our yeah. first sticker. Stick it on the back yeah. of Mark's coat. <laughs> <laughs> right, so we need to wrap this show up. We have run over in true workhouse style. Um, Andy Chambers is in the guest room. Uh, Andy, hi. How are you doing? Right. Um, what we need to do is we need to wrap this up, but we've got to say thank you to a few people. Firstly, we need to say thank you to Alan, who did an interview oh, sober. Thank you, myself. Yeah, he was brilliant. He, he was. You, he's legend. Like the, he's a legend, and uh, uh, he's like, like the new Parky. Um, and also, we got to obviously say thank you very much to Mark. Oh, yeah, yes. Mark. I listened to that interview, and you came over as just a truly nice guy. So thanks for spending some time with Alan. He was. He it's was never easy. Nice I spend a lot of time with Alan. It's yeah. never easy. But he most of all, we really need to thank our listeners because yes. they, without them, they're the people. I agree. I agree. It doesn't go without anything. So I'd like to thank yeah. Jake, Mark, Mikey, Ian, John White, Adam Bellow, Tim Boost, Mikey Duff, Mr. MV, Steve Maestro, Ball Gallagher, <laughs> Mrs. Skinner, <laughs> Steve Tolson, you're in the running son for the competition. Uh, Ryan Anderson, Spartan Abbott, Abbott, and Andy Chambers and Dave Little. Brilliant. And another person that we really need to say thank you to that really set this whole show up for us, uh, this particular show, is uh, our good friend Marmaduke. Mom. Marmaduke, who does loads of uh, work with Mark. Um, oh, does he? Yeah, he does, absolutely. And did we play quite a few of his tracks tonight? Uh, we have, and we've got a little message from Mark for Mam. That's not easy. I had, to put, I had to put my teeth in there. So thank you very much to Marmaduke, who's set this up for us. Um, he's a local DJ. We're, we're all about the local DJs here at the Workhouse. Uh, yeah. It's a Northeast takeover thing. And um, we do believe that the Northeast is a very important corner of the UK as, that we are shouting from. As did Mark Doyle. Yes, absolutely. So we're just a little last word from Mark. Right, I'm just going to cut this and with a little bit of luck. Marmaduke does some amazing remixes um, and I'd love to work with him more. You know, it's like a case of getting more work up north so we can actually work together. But we kind yeah. of work long distance uh, purely by, you know, giving him loads of remixes yeah. and stuff. He's just remixed the brand new Bonnie Bailey track and it's probably his best remix Ever. I've seen some links he's going to be getting bigger and bigger and bigger. (laughs) Absolutely brilliant, brilliant remix and a lovely guy. And really, like, again, a DJ that when, you know, when we first met up and I bumped into each other at a gig and, 
and then you know we started working together and stuff and it was just we just pick up people who are really nice good people along the way yeah. it's never about how successful you are or how big you are or what your ego's like it's about nice people that fit in we always say we're a family
Yeah, that's a show. Oh my god, that's like, a show. We, right? You know, because we're so good at what we do. <laughs> yeah, um, we have just been offered a slot somewhere. Uh, really? On, on a proper radio show. Really? <laughs> um, but yeah. they, just, they just wanted you. Oh, right. <laughs> it's uh, like that. No, oh, let me tell you. Sorry, let me tell you. <laughs> Actually, I am the brains behind all of this. Um, yeah, no, So, but then I obviously read it incorrectly. So it said right. uh, Mike okay. and guys. So we, okay. we have now been offered a slot by Spartan Abbott, who I think, I believe, does Aircliff Radio. You're not a proper DJ. Oh, right. right. Oh, it's just been on. <laughs> 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 he, he, spelled, he spelled Alan wrong. It's A L A N, not M I K E. You're not a proper DJ if you're not called Mike Stead. <laughs> um, uh, brilliant. Sorry. So apparently we we have been offered a gig on on his radio show. All oh, right, on his radio show. Well, might not be his. He might work there. I'm not sure. I don't know what it is. I mean, Aikloff's not a massive place. Yeah, it's but starting. <laughs> I like small steps. Yes, absolutely. We've gone from like a. Oh, we're getting a, company. We're getting company. We've we've started off on a three. Here we go. Here we go. Yeah. Well, have you come to oh, say something? Right. Here we go. Is the, the most important member of the workhouse. This is... Who are you? Please state your name. <laughs> are you shy? <laughs> this is the shyest child in the world, apparently. Right. Um, uh, but anyway, so uh, he is kind enough to say that, obviously, he wants great. our jazz hands, clearly. Yeah, yeah um, And to come and play on the radio show. We're going to wrap this up. That was the workhouse. Thank you very much to you. And it, you. And uh, you. And her. And her. Yeah. The, oh, she's going again. Uh, it's a family show, so we, we invite all the kids around to the studio. and uh, Not any kids. Let me just state that. For <laughs> yes, legal yes, reasons, no, there's no kids. <laughs> <laughs> ooh, only the kids ooh, that, only the ooh, kids that on, we know. Hang on. You're not a proper DJ. Unless. Yeah. <laughs> well, back in the day. <laughs> you, you, you're not a proper radio producer or TV producer unless. Um, good night. Good night. Uh, should we get out of here? Should yeah, we do this? Yeah. Yeah, let's do this. You've been listening to me. Sometimes to him. Yeah. And uh, occasionally to me. You've been on a lot tonight, Alan. This has been the Mark Doyle episode of The Workhouse. We love what we do. It's for love, not the money. Cheers, Mark. Thank you, Mark. Peace. Take care. Good night. You're not a proper DJ.
you're not a proper DJ, as far as I'm concerned, unless you've done a karaoke night, you've done a wedding disco. Uh,